Hey everybody, and welcome to the Doctors Running Virtual Roundtable, where we, three doctors of physical therapy, discuss the art and the science of the stuff that we're putting on our feet. Today, we are very excited to welcome Casey McCombs in from Reebok. He is here to talk about the entire line of Reebok trainers. Uh, we're going to be going through the Reebok from Float Right Energy 2.0, the Panthea, and the Symmetros. So we have three shoes that we're going to hit today, as well as diving into the technology that they've been putting into each of these shoes. So Casey, thank you so much for joining us. No, thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. It's, it's, a, it's a privilege to be on your show. Um, not only are you guys speaking, you know, well on on behalf of what you do on a daily basis in the education of um, runners and and teaching people how to run and and training techniques, but also you're speaking to footwear and and common fallacies that that we all kind of run into um, as as runners trusting in any technology too much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Well, thanks for coming. Tell us a little bit about how. Kind of what do you do at Reebok? How long you been there and what's your yeah. role? So I'm, I'm fairly new at Reebok, actually. I was one of 23 sales reps hired to get Reebok placed back into run specialty. It's kind of been a long road um, for Reebok, but it actually started, you know, about 10 years ago or so um, with the creation of the Nano. So the Nano, as you guys know, it, it was a CrossFit shoe, CrossFit specific shoe. Is actually the number one CrossFit shoe in the world. And now it's not only that, but it's the number one fitness shoe in the world. Wow. And so kind of taking that success, we're able to apply that and get it placed at a lot of run shops across the country because um, retailers were finding that it was a, a hole that they had in their inventory, right? They needed a gym shoe. They needed a lift shoe because the shoes that most runners are using in the gym now are actually very incorrect. Um, they're not using shoes uh, correctly as as tools that they should be. Um, so the Nano has has kind of fit it fit that spot. But last year, um, well, a year and a half ago, I should say, uh, they started creating really premier footwear with on kind of the premise that every runner should have the access to a super shoe with a super foam at a not so super price. It was just super accessible, right? <laughs> Sounds super. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. So you, so you're still you're still working in the sales rep uh, kind of division, getting things uh -huh. placed and helping them become more accessible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're speaking to retailers on a daily basis on why they should carry Reebok. Um, it's it's been a big question because Reebok has made a lot of a lot of decisions in the past to kind of prioritize larger accounts. Um, versus smaller accounts, but now we're at a point where we've created such brilliant footwear that we want everyone to experience it, and that and that trickles all the way down to to run specialty and retail associates on the store floor who are really our storytellers, right? Yeah, fantastic. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
All right, so let's just kind of dig in and get an overview of these shoes. You know, we have the three main trainers we're going to be talking about, the Firm Flirt Energy 2.0, the Panthea, the Symmetros. Each of them have a little bit different foam count, foam compounds in them. I know you have the Float Ride Energy Foam, the Float Ride Foam, um, maybe some others that we're not thinking of. But can you just give us a rundown of those different foams and kind of what they're each made of and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let me let me preface you know this this segment and say really there's three different pillars that that we look for when we're creating. Firstly, is going to be visible tech. So every single running shoe that we produce is going to be called out to the midsole. Um, the shoe that I'm holding up now, obviously, this is the energy, but you can see tagged and played out. You see the energy right there played on the tag. So that's not only a call out to the technology, but also a call out to the technology built into the midsole. And so that's going to be kind of a pillar, if you will, to, to every single created piece from Reebok. The second piece is going to be subtle updates. We're not going to do anything to isolate the key audience that has really empowered us, not only with their hard-earned dollars, but also uh, creating a shoe that's completely unlike the, the previous um, model. Because... We build a model up. The last thing we're going to do is take the rug out from underneath someone and say, you know what, this is a completely different franchise now and, you know, welcome to it or, you know, take a hike. That's, that's not Reebok. Um, and then the third, which really makes our, our company significant and differentiates us versus everybody else hmm. is the materials that we use to create are sustainably sourced. So everything that we do is is played in on a on a scale and that scale is called epm the environmentally preferred materials scale so these are recycled materials these are non-virgin polyester and these are recycled plastics so every single reebok shoe that we create is going to be one of those pillars and it's wow. going to be mindfully sourced that way but um you know, just going into some of the technology that has made us, mm -hmm. people know Reebok for really one of one of three things, right? They know us for CrossFit or or fitness over the last ten years with the Nano. Um, they know us for the Float Ride Energy, uh, which is which is our energy foam um, built into the Energy, the Harmony Road, and now the Symmetros. Um, or they know us for Float Ride Plus, which is found in our Run Fast 2.0, uh, the Panthea, the Float Ride Run 2.0, um, as well as the Run Fast Pro. And then what you're going to see people know us for starting in October, um, which I can actually announce, is our Grow platform. Nice. So the model here is built on the silhouette of the energy. Um, it's going to be available locally in SoCal at Run Republic, but it's made of eucalyptus tree fiber upper. It's a castor bean midsole. It's a green algae bloom sock liner, which I can uh, call out here. And then natural rubber gum outsole. And what we're finding is our, our customer generally cares um, about the environment. 90% of the consumers that we asked um, if we made something that could actually leave the earth a better place than, than where it started, they would, they would toss their money at that thing, right? Um, everybody wants companies to take that initiative because they want to invest in an initiative that would be 
that sustainable platform. They want companies to help them make those right decisions versus it ending up in a landfill, right? Um, that's, so that's such, a, that's such a huge deal, Casey. I mean, I I said this to you over text the other day, but I had been re- I've been reading a couple things and also listening to Simon talk with Matt on our, one of our previous podcast episodes about the carbon footprint that's made in the running shoe industry. So to, mm-hmm. to see, to see it's uh, uh, such a huge company, you know, Reebok taking very serious steps, creating something like the grow. Um, that, that's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And, and a big deal for, for our world at large running shoe. I have, I might be the, the weird duck in like the running shoe kind of geekery world, but I, you know, I, I look at companies even like Enda and kind of the way that they're sourcing things from like a social impact standpoint and the way that they're hiring and producing their materials and now hearing what you guys are doing, you know, that that for me almost speaks more than what is the ride that the shoe end up feeling like because I love to run. I'm never going to be elite and what we put on our feet does matter, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, if we're going to hurt ourselves and things like that, whatever, but there's a huge, huge role that uh, responsibility plays. So kudos to you for doing that. and um, Can't wait to see it when it comes out. You said October? Yeah, yeah, October. And there's there's a few more retail partners across the country. Um, for the life of me, I, I can't remember who's out on the East Coast. I want to say Gazelle Sports is is on board um, with the Grow, but I'm, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, but there's a few other partners as well. But it's a very, very tight assortment. It's very limited. Um, with even what we what we put out there in the marketplace for the first go around, but the second iteration, which will built, be built on the Energy 3.0 platform, is going to be available in April, and that will be a much more widely accessible um, entry for Run Specialty. What, awesome. what I will say too is I applaud you because it's innovation in the positive direction. Because a lot of companies are constantly looking at how can we improve the ride, the performance of the shoe but they're not looking at the carbon footprint they're leaving behind in the process. Mm-hmm. So if you can make something resourceful and in some ways homegrown and something that's responsible and can be reused and all of the green matter going forward, it's, it's, it's very responsible and it's, it's resourceful. And I applaud you guys for pushing innovation in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're really excited about it. That shoe looks awesome too. Like I'm like, yeah. that is yeah. really very exciting for I know it, it actually looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really does. The uh, so the, the midsole there is it the is it this? I know you talked that all these shoes do have some consciousness towards that. Is it the same midsole? Is it the fluoride energy foam or is it slightly different? Uh, so it's actually made it, it's the same um TPE material, but it's made with castor bean oil. So, whereas in, in the same light where you know we would be manufacturing. The, the regular energy uh, made with, it's, um, it's a TPE, but it, it has, a, it's almost like a, it's roughly plastic-based oil. This is gonna be completely non-plastic-based. You know, right. So it's, it's just much more sustainably sourced. Yeah, but you know, to, hit, to hit on that, um, the technology, that, di- that differentiation, if you will, between the two technologies that we have out there with Floatride Plus versus energy, um, the TPE that we use in the energy, it's going to be more supportive. It's going to be more commercial. It's going to feel more like your traditional 
running shoe with more spring, more pop. But the Float Ride Plus foam, this is for that avid runner who identifies as a runner. That person who goes out and says, I am a runner and I need that Apex product. That's going to be found with our Float Ride Plus offering. So this would be, yeah, exactly, the Panthea. So this, this one goes fast. The EVA rimming plus the Float Ride um, plus Zoak Pebax foam. Um, it's made with um, nitrogen as well. Each sheet is laid um, as a single unit, just over and over and over. And then uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's housed with nitrogen in the compression molding process. So it just makes it more bouncy. You guys really threw a lot of, I just heard like uh, several different components that normally you only associate doing one of those at a time with the shoes. So that's really cool to hear multiple components going because the nitrogen infusion, the different, like putting the foams in the layering, normally that's kind of done one at a time, but to be able to have mm -hmm. that components is very interesting and very curious. I know I can't yeah. probably talk all night and like how the, I'm slowly getting into the manufacturing thing is, and learning this stuff is what the research I'm doing. That's really cool. And uh, to echo, um, Casey, like this, the, the float ride, this, this stuff has some massive pop and I totally agree. It's, a, you know, it's a wide variety of people can use this, but this is a very serious foam. This is the mm -hmm. stuff that, you know, when people are talking about these quote unquote super foam, super foams, the research suggests that the most significant component comes from the foam, not the plate, mm -hmm. not, you know, so there's, it's the, what the foam has one of the larger contributions to that. And this is really a great foam it's peabacks is all the kind of stuff people talk about and yeah I've, i think we've all had a lot of fun in these shoes because of that and so it's yeah when you talk about one of the comments before we started um was trying to promote trying to get everybody to have access to a super foam super shoe like you guys mm -hmm. have done that super well so i applaud you guys for that it's very cool oh, good it's really awesome yeah one thing yeah, it, oh i'm sorry yeah. You go, Casey. <laughs> uh, thanks. I, uh, one, one thing I was talking to uh, the sales director, his name is Pat Bunker. And uh, Nathan, you, you've spoke to Pat a couple of yep. times. Yep. I think. Yeah. So one thing I was, I was going to be doing is I was going to be carrying around a tennis ball and I wanted to brand like tennis balls with, you know, float just to have it say, you know, float because the same way that we compression mold, you know, the energy yeah. and incorporate nitrogen in that compression molding of, of the TPE and, and kind of trap nitrogen inside each little air pocket. It's the same as a tennis ball. If you were to actually cut see. open a tennis ball, you would see nitrogen gas leave. If you were able to see, you know, those types of gases, you'd see the nitrogen actually leave that tennis ball. That's what makes it bouncy, right? So that's what's inside every single air pocket of, of the energy is a little tiny bead of nitrogen gas. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's amazing too. I, what I was going to say is, sorry for those of you who are just on podcast, but I'm holding up the Symmetros to the Panthea. The amount of uh, float ride energy foam in the Symmetros compared in terms of stack height compared to the amount of energy, uh, sorry, float ride plus foam in the Panthea is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of difference. It's a lot less in the Panthea, but this shoe has so much pop to it. Like it doesn't feel like you don't have that much stack underneath mm -hmm. you. It feels like there's a lot of shoe. And I, I used this during, I did a 30 mile challenge um, and I used it for my last five miles and it felt like I had more than I would have needed under my, my foot at the time. Mm -hmm. um, it, it is a special, special foam. 
Um, yeah. It's been, it's been weird when Pete, you know, when you do something like this, I've, you know, the guys in our running club and whatever, they're like, so, you know, you wear all of these different shoes, you know, do you have, have you landed on like a favorite brand? And I end up, I, I've told them this year has been Reebok. And they're like, really? They say, really? Reebok? And I'm uh -huh. like, yeah, it's, yeah, they have. I can't, I can't hide that one. I just have to, yeah. I got to say it, you know? And they're like, I don't know. And I was like, well, you haven't tried it. So, and that's, yeah. I guess, Casey, that's your job, right? People yeah. haven't had the exposure to it yet and um, making it more accessible for people. And yeah. um, when they start to see it, they'll get to get to try it out. But yeah, yeah. it's been blowing me away. I, sure. I get to, I get to hear it every day. You know, retailers going, really? Reebok? Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, really, really. <laughs> yeah. It's going to um, change. Make a good product. It's going to change. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Nathan, do we have a question? Cause I am very curious to hear about this heel bevel design. Yep. Yeah, man, you go. Great. <laughs> go ahead. My mechanics guy. I'm like, I really, cause again, one of the things that, Casey knows this. One of the things I harp on all the time is the heel bevel and trying to make things as like, you know, anatomically supportive of the foot mechanics as possible. And a lot of companies don't bevel their shoes. This is a lot better than most, right? You're still getting a little bit. There's a little more protrusion. This is still a smooth shoe, but this was a massive change. And mm -hmm. I, this, the Symmetris is on the a list for the top, for one of the top shoes of the year from, from my end because of how smooth it is. So I'm really curious to hear, like, because a lot of people don't change on this. Like, they're very, you know, I won't mention certain companies, but there are certain companies going the opposite way or mm -hmm. staying this, you know, very thick, rigid component. So what made you guys do this? I'm very curious. Also, the colorway of that red one is awesome. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I do. That's the best one. Yeah. So I, I wanted to actually pick this one up. I'm going to have to end up buying it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they sent me a black one. So I, I'm, I've been running in my, in my black pair of Symmetros and just, I've, I've been crushing it. Just, I mean, I'm like a destroyer like you, Matt. You know, I, I, uh, I destroy shoes. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> but one thing with, you know, with the Symmetros itself, the, the thought process was to kind of capitalize on the popularity of the commercial product, which was the energy mm. um, at the time. But we wanted to create a shoe that was more for a longer distance runner, someone who wanted to crush more mileage mm -hmm. and, and wanted to not feel the effects of going longer mileage in a shoe that wasn't necessarily as privy um, to kind of get up and go for 10 miles, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where we landed with the Symmetro. So we increased the volume of the midsole by about 25% or so, but we kept the offset the same from the energy to the Symmetros. So how do we have that same level of explosivity, right? How do we get the runner to transition through the gate cycle a little bit more quickly um, and not have that like full ground contact feel that would be mushy and sloppy because we wouldn't want that, right? So what we did is we put a 17 degree bevel on the heel so for any runner who's utilizing a heel first landing, which is, you know, as, as you know, it's most, most, most runners, people. yeah, they're going to explode through the gate cycle with a little bit more yeah. velocity, I guess you could say, um, while we actually kept that offset at nine mil. So it's, it's been a great shoe. Um, in, in my opinion, 
this is the best Reebok specialty shoe, um, just based around kind of who can run in it. It's just so universal, right? It's just like the most accessible and the price point's great. But first and foremost, the technology is just remarkable, right? Right. You guys did a great job in terms of like, again, creating a smooth. And one of the comments that I made on the review is that I was surprised how stable this was because I generally, when I look at a, a higher stack shoe and see, hey, it looks, you know, it's not, this is not a narrow last at all. But I, when I right. see like, you know, it's not the widest thing in terms of a max, a little bit more maximalist kind of shoe, given there's a good amount of foam here. I was really impressed with how stable it is because again, this foam isn't, is not super firm. This is a really nice bouncy responsive foam but the way you guys set this up whether there's some influence from the nice groove through here the bevel the the toe spring is also done very well what a lot of companies making a higher stack shoe have trouble with is setting up the toe spring because the the firm the thicker a shoe is the stiffer it gets and you've got to be able to have people roll off of it and i'm seeing a lot of companies who have the toe spring too late and that makes it way too stiff this you guys did a lot of work on this and I applaud you from a biomechanics standpoint because it's a super smooth shoe. And I can tell you guys worked really hard on this. I can't imagine how much work this is take, how many, probably how many samples you went through during wear testing, but this is good. It's a, it's a smooth riding shoe. Um, you will not, the drop is not noticeable at all. And yeah, it, that's, it can move, but I, it's really a great long distance shoe. And it surprised me that I've been able to take this on trails on longer runs and I had no trouble. And you wouldn't think with this outsole that would work, but it does, and it works really, really well. So if you guys are thinking a trail shoe eventually, you might have, you know think about that. Yeah, yeah, stay tuned. All right, okay. we'll probably have a have a uh, trail shoe built on the energy midsole. Hint, hint. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, oh, go ahead, David. No, I was just going to piggyback off of Matt real quick because you had mentioned earlier that this is going to be in the running of a potential like shoe of the year type of shoe. And for me, it is as well. I have two kind of front runners right now. This is one of them. And so it's just such a beautiful ride and it's responsive, but it's protective and it's just very fluid. And it's like the, you hit it right on the nail when you said 10 miles. Cause it was like, it almost feels like I can do 10 and feel fresh. And it's, mm -hmm. It's crazy. No, that's yeah. great. Can you, I, the plastic piece, sorry, Nathan, if we got to, can you explain the plastic piece here? I'm very oh, curious. Yeah. So it's just an EVA. Okay, um, it. Yeah. It's just an EVA um, bevel itself, but you know, we didn't want to have exposed foam or, or outsole because it, it might affect the flight pattern, right? As got you, it. as you transition through from heel to toe, the last thing, you know, we want to do is have, lugs or nodules, you know, on an, on an outsole that might be disruptive through the gate cycle. So we made something nice and nice and smooth, but most importantly, it's, it's incredibly durable, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, as, uh, as a fellow destroyer, I have close to a hundred miles on these and I have barely made a dent, which is close to a miracle. So <laughs> really impressed. Yeah. Really. Um, I, I can kind of tease it at this point. Um, SS21, um, starting in January, you will see the bevel in every single energy foam uh, model. So, all right, my day is made. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so that that actually is a great segue into my kind of my next question, because um, you know, you I think something you talked about one of your uh, Rebox stances and philosophies is kind of a one click forward as you as you progress. So. 
um, you know, thinking through these models and, you know, you also have, obviously we're not touching as much on it, but the run fast 2.0 and even mm -hmm. run fast pro. But, um, when, when you look at the future for, for Reebok, um, you know, are these going to be kind of the, the main base trainers? Do you have a lot of new things coming in? Um, whatever you can or can't tell us in that, in that realm, kind of what's the, what's the general plan moving forward for you guys? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great plan. Oh, well, that's a great um, point for me to kind of jump in and tell you a little bit more about upcoming platforms um, as well as upcoming directions for the brand. So obviously we're going to really throw um, the energy you know, full, full steam ahead. So the energy is going to be one of our powerhouse models. Obviously the Symmetros will, will live on in a, in a big, big way. Um, our run fast, um, platform, the, the 3.0, um, is going to be coming out for, um, SS 21. The Panthea is actually going to take a break for, for SS 21. You're not going to see a, a Panthea, um, in, in the season itself. It's just going to carry through. Um, but obviously the grow platform that I mentioned, um, earlier as well, that's going to be another really kind of empowered franchise that we're going to be moving forward with, but we're also going to make, um, a plated shoe. So that's going to be right, right now there's, they're throwing out around some names. I don't know if I'm necessarily allowed to call the name out. Um, it's not going to be a plate, like a carbon plate though. It's, it's going to be an, an EVA propulsion based plate. So it's still going to have some flex to it. You're going to still be able to implement your regular power and, and kind of have that uh, better flexibility and range of motion through the gate cycle, which is important, right? Um, carbon plated shoes, um, whereas they are created for that apex runner, that, that runner who's just crushing it. A lot of those shoes were created on a custom basis for just that person's foot, right? So they weren't necessarily meant for the implementation of mass production. Um, so that's, that's really what we want to recognize. And we, we thought that the, the carbon plate wouldn't necessarily um, play well um, in any models that we had moving forward, even though we did look at it for a short amount of time uh, for the Run Fast Pro. We, we were actually looking at implementing a, a carbon plate inside the Run Fast Pro, but through some minor testing and, and some kind of tweaking. It just does, it didn't, it wasn't the product we wanted to stand behind. Right. Yeah. And just to back up what, what Casey's saying, right. So everybody seems to be really focused on these carbon fiber plates and you guys have to know based on the current literature of evidence based and like, like peer reviewed studies, the carbon fiber plates don't contribute that much in terms of improved efficiency. It's like maybe 1% at most. Most of what you're seeing in terms of that improved efficiency comes from these foams. So that's where the magic is coming from. And also, it doesn't have to be carbon fiber. Um, McClure et al., which is one of the studies that actually Jared Ward was a part of and Ian Hunter, found that no, there's no single stiffness that works for everybody. Everybody has a unique level of stiffness in the midsole that they need to perform optimally, which is why, you know, with the, with the 4% and all those carbon fiber shoes, they found that the performance improvements ranged from like negative 10%. People were doing terrible to positive 10% and like these huge variations. So, you know, I, I really want to emphasize that I think you guys are taking the right key and go, why don't we try something new, like an EVA based plate or something like that? Just because these carbon player fire plates are really aggressive and not everybody can handle one of those. And we don't know 
what the general population can really, really handle. We know what a lot of these elite runners who have a plate that's specifically tuned to them, and people need to realize, again, listen to the episode with, with Simon Bartold. He knows this mm -hmm. better than anybody. But a majority of the elite runners out there have shoes that are custom made to them. The mm -hmm. stiffness, the fit, every component of the shoe has been tuned to their mechanics. The rest of us don't have that. So we got to find the thing that best matches us. And in terms of creating a great product for the market and the masses, something a little like, you know, a little variety is awesome. So I think that is a, a great way to go. And that I honestly think that carbon's cool, but it's overrated. And we need some other options to better provide tools for the population. So I think that's great. I think it's awesome. We know from the evidence, those of us who read this know this, I don't think the general population does. So I'm going to keep reiterating this. And I think I'm excited for that show. Awesome. And all, all those, uh, for all the people that keep sending me hate mail, every time I send, <laughs> I've heard it, right. I've got a bunch of people like ex footwear people sending me hate mail about that. It's what the evidence says. I'm going to follow it unless you got some stuff you want to share with me. So. Love it. No, that's exciting. You got some great platforms yeah. moving forward. We're uh, excited. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, you so the float the float ride plus then will only be in the run fast kind of moving forward and maybe the play to chew. Uh, and the pro. And the pro. Yep. Run fast and the run fast pro. The pro is going to carry through. Okay. Um, it, it's not going to be as widely accessible in, in run specialty. It's, it's kind of taking a little bit of a break yeah. um, just so we can throw um, a little bit more of the hype train um, behind the the run fast 3.0. The 3.0 looks uh, looks awesome. I, I don't want to I don't want to give anything away, but excited. I think you guys are going to be uh, pretty pretty taken aback by it. I'm hey, excited. About what what do we what do we have to do to see an update to the OSR Harmony Racer? <laughs> I don't I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> don't worry, Klein goes and pulls these. That, so that was one of the first <laughs> Reebok shoes ever. And so it's a it's a pre <laughs> it's a pre pre energy shoe from Reebok. Okay. It was one of the original racers that honestly seemed to fly under the radar and nobody reviewed it. And I grabbed a pair and I'm like, this thing is awesome. There's a pivot point in the forefoot, and I, I love this is it's what it's what Reebok did to grab my attention because I was like. You guys had this pivot point here. You're trying to facilitate like like propulsion off the first ray, like the, the, the MTP. I'm like, this is awesome. Oh, cool. So it's it's a great shoe. I'm just saying. Yeah, I yeah. Plate. So for those for anybody who knows that, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> this happens where I excite a shoe and nobody knows what I'm talking about. I'm like, <laughs> let let's do it this way. Let's let's uh let's have everyone shout it out in the comments if they remember yeah. this uh this harmony racer. <laughs> Yeah, it was like maybe two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I will say uh, when I started, the Harmony Road was yeah. a was a thing. Yeah, um, it was mildly stable. It was you know energy foam. It yep. had kind of a medial, some type of medial posting. Yeah. It was like an EVA posting, but um, nothing to write home about. Just a you know solid shoe. Yeah. Forget Harmony. I swear nobody knows about this shoe and that this only confirms it. I'm like, I love I it. I love it. Only one that ever grabbed a pair. I'm going to, I'm going to seek it out and buy it now. Okay. Great. You got you to follow, you got to send me a message on Instagram. Where, like, I will. You know, like, so I'm still looking. So time to transition into yeah. our segment. If this shoe were a blank, what would it be and why? We obviously have three shoes that we're hitting right now. So uh, we get to answer the question. If this shoe, if these shoes were a character from the office, 
which ones would they be and why? So who wants to go first? Please don't go first. Just go first, man. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You guys can't see this, but I'm Hurley. It's been a while since I've watched some Hurley got another screen open looking at characters from The Office. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that. I'm like trying to pull. I'm like, oh, I'm God, do this so long. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll go first. I'll go first. Uh, All right. So I'm going to say the energy, um, since it's, it's for everyone, everyone loves it. Um, it's, it's super great and kind of an unsung hero. I'm going to say this is Phoebe. Just, you know, like Smelly Cat, you know, she's singing Smelly Cat and stuff. And it's like a great, you know, song, but nobody really knows about it yet. <laughs> Wait, are you doing Friends or are you doing The Office? Oh, <laughs> Uh, here I am on our, on our se- separate conversation. Someone else go first now. I'm I'm on I'm on I'm, I'm on friends. You're like maybe it feels so much better. By the way, oh, I'm totally totally lost right now, so that makes me. I I owe you one. I will. I'll, 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 <laughs> we'll figure. No, something. I I'll go. I'll give you some time now, Casey. Oh, uh, so for the for the office, here's here's what we got. So uh, I'll start with the float and energy. Um, in the way that it is, <clears throat> I kind of describe it as this like very con- consistent, you know what you're going to get, very loyal, um, maybe to a fault. No, not to a fault, but very, very loyal, consistent. It's not really going to surprise you uh, once you meet it. Like when you meet it, it's kind of like, wow, this is like for me, it was, well, this is way better than I thought for the, my character. Better might not be the right word, but I think it's Dwight Schrute. Uh, extremely loyal, isn't going to change. It's just consistent across the board. He'll do anything for Michael, um, and he'll just perform. He performs really well. He's the best salesman. Um, one salesman of the year, gave the speech, you know, all that jazz. So give it to Dwight Schrute. Then I'll do the Symmetros next. Um, given how this is just kind of like the shoe you want to be in. It's the runner you want to be when you ride in it. Um, it can go the distance, uh, but just really, really smooth, um, pretty classy looking. So I'm going to give this to Jim Halpert. Um, just kind of the, like, it's just the best shoe, right? So give it to my favorite character, Jim Halpert. Well, I don't know if he's my favorite for different. I'm a, I've watched, man, I've watched every season of The Office, honestly, at least 10 times. So I have favorites for different reasons. Lots of them. Anyway, so Jim Halpert's the Symmetros. And then... Uh, my final shoe will be the Panthea, um, has that pop, a little bit of like explosion that kind of comes out of nowhere sometimes, um, versatility. Um, and I'm going to give it to Andy Bernard who, uh, you know, he's got the Cornell education, super educated, but will also punch a hole in the wall. Um, so he's just, you know, he, he can give it, give you all of it. We talked about how versatile this shoe was in our reviews. Um, and so super versatile can can really put it together. There's my answers. <laughs> Andy, is is that the is that Ed Helms character? Yes. We have the same three. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, so I'm gonna wait till the last possible second. I couldn't remember Ed Helms' character's name. I was like, it's the guy that plays Ed Helms. I'm like, parkour, parkour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have any little things to add, David, to my to those answers? Yeah, actually, I do. So I agree with <laughs> Dwight, obviously, because like all three are equal. 
but um, the main thing that I thought of was not only the consistency and the loyalty, but how disruptive Dwight is. Oh. And I'm thinking from like the price point of the float, forever float ride energy. And so it's something that's so affordable for so many people, but it's not just a budget shoe. It's just a great shoe. And so it's so disruptive to the running market. And so that's what kind of reminded me of Dwight. And then it was also the, like the loyalty, all the other things that come with it too. But yeah, I always think of Dwight being just like so crazy and out there and you're like, really? <laughs> yeah. totally and then same thing with jim being like the smooth suave kind of guy that's what i thought about the symmetros and he's kind of a guy that will just kind of keep going be consistent smooth fluid doesn't get old over the entire series super solid character and then i just couldn't help but think of the parkour scene for the <laughs> <champion>. so <laughs> parkour parkour yeah parkour i'm gonna do a double backflip gainer whatever yeah Double backflip gator into the garbage can. <laughs> Macy, I think we're outmatched in terms of our office knowledge, or at least that's how I feel. I'll, I'll tell you what, I think Nathan and, and David already hit it on the head with, uh, with the characters. I, I would just be repeating the exact same things that you guys just said in regards to the characters. All right, I'm going to do something different. So, we also, but we, I will say we also do get Phoebe, though. I mean, like, now for those of you who want friends in this whole thing, like, <laughs> don't forget about Phoebe as the forever fluoride energy. So, all right, Matt, you're up. Okay. Um, so I'm actually going to go the opposite way, where I thought the float red energy was Jim. Because at first when I – this I haven't watched The Office for a long time, but I remember thinking he was – like, I kind of initially was like, okay, what – this like looks good, but like, what, what is this going to be? And it actually had a lot of character to it. And I was really impressed and it became a favorite. And I love that shoe. And I actually have a pair on the way at the moment, just because I didn't expect it to be as versatile as it was. And I've taken that, had some pretty awesome workouts in that shoe, especially long temple runs. So it's done super well. Um, the Symmetros to me was, Michael Scott, just the, the colors, the, the scheme was loud. It just went, whoa. When I put this on, the amount of bounce just kind of took me aback, and I was not expecting this. Panthea or Symmetros? The Panthea. Panthea. And so I was, I was very impressed, and it really took me aback, and I didn't know what to make of it at first. But it really blew <laughs> me with time. And, I, again, that's – and then the Symmetros was, was Dwight, where when I first saw it, I'm like, I, there's potential – but I don't know, this might get awkward. And when I put it on, I didn't know what to think. And then as soon as I started running, I'm like, this, this is meant to stay. This is a main character. This is really good. I really like this. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to give the credit to Dwight on this shoe. Not because it's awkward, because it's awesome. It's an integral part of the line. It does something very different. So I'm going to argue that Dwight is much more disruptive. And I think the design of this kind of stuff has really disrupted a lot of the thoughts on especially again that bevel, the way the guys set up the really wonderful ride on this. And it disrupted my thought because I thought when I first put this on, I don't know what I'm gonna think about this, it's gonna be super unstable. And then it turned out to be exactly the opposite of what I expected. And it turned out to be unbelievably smooth, super versatile, a great long distance shoe, but still enough foam to be fast. And uh, I, yeah, so I really like it. Those are my three. Awesome. Nice. So, Casey, I will give you the – you cannot say, no, nah, I'm good, but I'll give you the opportunity. Do you want to give your three friends characters for all of our friends? Oh, that would be great. There? Yeah, no, you should totally do that. Well, now, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to say, we're gonna say 
Phoebe. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for the energy, for those who are not watching on on YouTube, energy is is Phoebe. Um, I'm gonna say the the Symmetros is Joey because he's just kind of out there. He's he's showy, you know, um, but he's also very lovable and and well received. Um, and I'm gonna say the uh, the run fast is gonna be uh, Monica because it's uptight, snappy, um, and, and just outspoken. Love it. Very and, cool. And I, will, I will say, you know, just for the, for the viewers at home, we were talking about it being friends first. <laughs> just to save my own butt. That's very true. That's not fair to keep. <laughs> and I may have sunk that ship because I didn't get any of those references. <laughs> yeah, well, I I've seen enough Friends episodes to know the character who who you were talking about. Um, I think I know who Phoebe is, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, look uh, up uh, look up Smelly Cat tonight. <laughs> well, Casey, is there anything else you want to share with us before we close out this episode? No, and thank you guys so much. You know, for the opportunity to be on the show. It, it doesn't, it's not lost on me that you, you have, you guys have had such fantastic guests. I mean, you guys hosted the entire team from, um, Newton. You guys spoke with Tina over at Mizuno. Um, you guys talked to Simon Bartold, a legend, you know, in the industry. Um, it's, it's not lost that it's a privilege to be on this show. And I really appreciate you guys letting me, uh, have some airtime, but also share some of the exciting stuff that's coming down the pipe for Reebok. And, Definitely stay tuned because there's going to be a lot of disruption happening over the next year um, within Run Specialty, and I think a lot of it is going to be happening in our favor. But also, I think the industry is going to be changing, and and hopefully, it, it's changing with us. You know. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, you, you say that, but it's honestly it's an honor for us to to have you on. So you know, we're just we're thankful that you gave us your time on a weekend. You know, we all all of us work normal jobs that were busy all day so you know to give up more time in your evening um we, we really appreciate having you on so thank you so much oh uh, yeah thank, thank you guys great well there's a little bit more info uh some insider information on Reebok's current lineup and the direction that they're going moving forward um stay tuned our next episode is going to be uh, a deeper dive on our roundtable review for the Reebok metros so we will be dropping that soon as well. Have a great night. Bye.